Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The leaders of North and South Korea have signed a declaration closing their historic one-day summit. President Moon spoke of the need for a peace, end to the war, to bring about the end of this long and painful conflict, and he emphasized very much high up in his statement the commitment to complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Then we heard from Kim Jong-un, warm words as well, but very much not talking about denuclearization, not a single mention of denuclearization, instead focusing on the need for unification, that Korea North and South are brothers and sisters, that they shouldn't fight, that they should work together for the joint prosperity of the whole of the Korean Peninsula. That's BBC's Rupert Wingfield Hayes. On Wall Street right now, the Dow down 13 points, NASDAQ is up 20. This is SRN News. There's nothing quite like springtime in Minnesota and enjoying the warm weather and sunshine outdoors. When we're not experiencing a day of spring showers, there's a ton to do outside. Picnics to be had, farmer's markets to explore, and long stretches of paths to bike on. Take Wellness Radio 1570 with you on all your warm weather adventures with our free mobile app. Find it in your device's app store. Learn more about Wellness 1570 at our website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. You can also listen or share us with a friend, you know, through our mobile app. They can download it no matter where they are, basically in the country. You'll get to check out great programs like Like It Matters Radio, which is coming up next with Mr. Black. Uh, you can listen to us on TuneIn or iHeartRadio. We're also on your Amazon Echo or Dot. Just say, Alexa, play Wellness 1570. It's a pretty cool feature. As I mentioned, Like It Matters Radio is next. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwig of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, the billboard people. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 
Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, your radio mythoclass, the destroyer of myths and falsehoods that are called the truth. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be covering something from transactional analysis called the drama triangle. The drama triangle, something that uh, psychiatrist Stephen Cartman came up with, uh, and he has done a lot of work in transactional analysis. You know, I was uh, watching the news, and uh, Kanye West has been ripped apart. And I'm not a big fan of Kanye West, but uh, the reason he was ripped apart is because he was talking about admiring uh, this uh, conservative black woman called Candace Owens. And I guess she's controversial. Why is she controversial? Because she's not in the group mentality. Because she's not into the the big thing of victimhood. The world right now wants to make black people victims. And there's a lot of black people that are buying into this victimhood. There's all the world buying into victimhood. America has become a huge victim. Everything's uh, everybody else's fault. Nothing's my fault. I ain't taking no blame. It's not my fault. It's everybody else. Life ain't no fair. Poor me, poor me. People treat me poorly because... I'm black or I'm white or I'm Muslim or I'm Christian or I'm a man or I'm a woman or I'm too old or I'm too young. And I'm not downplaying that people are screwed up out there. So I'm not downplaying that. But one thing I learned a long time ago, you can't control other people. Let's be honest. Most of us can't control ourselves. So running around uh, in the circle of concern, uh, worried about things that you have no control over is a waste of your time. And today we're going to go psychological on you. I'm going to hit you with psychology. And we're going to be talking about today something called the drama triangle. And it reminds me of a story. A little girl noticed her mother was cutting the butt end off the ham to cook for the family holiday dinner. You know, I don't know about you. Some people don't eat pork. That's fine. But I do like ham. I don't eat it that often. I like bacon. So one, uh, one time a year, we like to have some meal where we can have a nice ham, whether it be Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. And so this little girl uh, was watching her mother preparing uh, the, the holiday dinner. She was cooking a ham and saw her mom cutting off the butt end of a ham. And so the little girl asked, why do you cut off the end to cook it? The mother, without giving it a moment's thought, replied, why, this is the way my mother always cooked a ham, so I know it's the right way to do it. Well, the little girl's grandmother happened to live close by, so she visited her and asked her the same question, Grandma, why do you cut the butt end uh, off the ham before you cook it? Her grandmother replied that her mother had taught her to cook a ham like that. Great Granny happened to be visiting for the holiday, so the little girl went to her and asked the same question, and this time she got the real answer. Child, when I was cooking hams back then, I only owned one baking pan, and it was always too small to hold a whole ham, so I would cut off the butt of the ham to make it fit in the pan. And ladies and gentlemen, this is how it works. We follow without question family dictums and internalized beliefs that generate nothing 
but misery. So I love the proverb, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. I think it's Proverbs 26.11 that says, Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. And the opposite of fool, I'd probably say, is Albert Einstein, a pretty smart man. And he gave us the definition of insanity, which he said was doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That would be just crazy. And see, we do unto others as has been done unto us. And why are we doing what we're doing today? For most of us, it's an unconscious program. In transactional analysis, it's called a life script. Claude Steiner has done a lot of work with these, quote, life scripts. And it says, we create stories about our lives and what they have been and what they will be. This starts in childhood where we weave our perceptions of ourselves and the world around us into a narrative about what we can and will do. Matter of fact, Dr. Alfred uh, Adler, Dr. Alfred Adler, uh, Austrian doctor, he's considered a father of individual psychology, says that by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is already in place. In other words, these scripts are in place. And these life scripts continue to have a deep and unconscious effect on how we live our lives. They affect the decisions we make. Uh, They control what we think, what we could easily do, and what we could never do. They shape our self-image, and yet we seldom realize where they come from or even do not even know that they exist at all. And that's why something I do in my training, likeitmatters.net, is I go to the structure of your belief system. And Steiner says that our life scripts are often encouraged and shaped by parents and other family members whose life scripts were shaped by their parents and so on. That's why I would say abusers usually begat abusers. Molesters usually begat molesters. Uh, uh, perverts usually begat perverts. But we can scratch the CD. We can break the LP. We can change it. And that's what we got to realize. We don't have to be stuck in the past. We can change those things. Matter of fact, brain research shows us that every conscious thought we have is recorded in our internal hard drive, known as the cerebral cortex. Each thought scratches the surface, and kind of like when you use an Etch-a-Sketch and it draws lines. And when we have the same thought again, the line of the original thought is deepened, causing what's called a memory trace. With each repetition, the trace goes deeper and deeper, creates a chasm, if you will, forming and embedding a pattern of thought. And when an emotion is tied to this thought pattern, the memory trace grows exponentially stronger. For example, if we've repeatedly thought we have a temper and that thought is tied to a strong emotion, we deepen the memory trace every time we access that thought. And the same is true with any negative thought we attach to ourselves. That's why I go through the neurological levels of change with behavior, um, I mean environment, behavior, capabilities, belief system, identity, and spirit. You got to get this. The more we have these thoughts over and over and over, it is deepens the the thought pattern, if you will. Indiana University uh, built their buildings the first year but built no sidewalks. And after the first year, they put down sidewalks where the ruts were the thickest and the deepest because they know people walked that often, that path more often. In our unconscious brain, it's something that we call the basal ganglia. And so this happens with any thought that we have on a regular basis. And these negative thoughts really take hold. The more we rehearse those thoughts, the more we perpetuate the very actions we are longing to stop. We won't develop new responses until we develop new thoughts. That's why I say over and over and over, if you want to change your life, ladies and gentlemen, you must change your thinking. And let's be honest, a lot of people are stuck in victimhood thinking today. Matter of fact, there's a lot of people out there that think black people are victims. Uh, I mean, I would be offended if my skin color was dark and everybody's running around calling me a victim. And the problem with uh, uh, Candace Owens, uh, why a lot of black people don't like her, is because she doesn't believe she's a victim. That's what brings me to the drama triangle. Today, we're going to go in deep on the drama triangle, Dr. Stephen Cartman. And he says that victimhood can be defined by the three positions beautifully outlined in a diagram developed by him. 
It's an inverted triangle where the bottom uh, is a victim and then the upper left and right corners being persecutor and rescuer. The drama triangle is a concept that divines the three roles people typically take in high-conflict situations. Contrary to its name, the triangle doesn't have to involve three people. It simply follows how different personalities affect each other during a conflict. There's the victim, there's the rescuer, and there's the persecutor. When problems arise, the victim tends to look helplessly inwards. They spin a small anxiety, like, hey, it's always my fault, never works that well, I'm definitely going to get fired. Now, the rescuer, the rescuer is a classic enabler who swoops in to save the day. He or she can be relied upon to always uh, put out a fire or show up at the last minute, well-meaning to a fault. This fixer behavior can lead to resentment and burnout. And then we have the persecutor. You know the persecutor. The go-to strategies are often controlling, blaming, criticizing. Today, it's attacking, destroying. In arguments, he or she will put you down and try to shame you into forgiveness. So, ladies and gentlemen, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go through the drama triangle on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy, honestly, This did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Chop Room in Minneapolis is giving you a $1,800 competition voucher for just $900. What better way to get over the winter slump and get ready for summer dinner parties than getting your cook on competition style? at Chop Room. This unique experience allows you to bake your cake and eat it too. It's the most fun you'll have with an apron on. And you'll be surprised with the end results. Mm, delicious. Plus, you don't need to be Gordon Ramsay. All cooking levels are welcome. The best part is this is one of our half-off deals. For $900, you'll receive a $1,800 voucher to Chop Room in Minneapolis. It includes a private event for up to 20 people in a cooking challenge, complete with all ingredients, tools, and judging. Perfect for team bonding, a bachelorette party, a graduation gift, and family reunions. To take advantage of this deal, call us at 651-405-8800. Hi, this is Mr. Black. In order to grow into mature adults, we need food. If we are to grow in our relationship with God, we need the bread of life, Jesus Christ. Every day on wayofwarrior.blog, I share God's word and unpack its meaning so you can apply it in your daily walk and grow with God. If your desire is to grow into the likeness of Christ and be all He created you to be, go to wayofwarrior.blog and click the follow button to receive this daily sustenance. Wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligent profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of hundreds of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the drama triangle. Something psychiatrist Stephen Cartman spent a lot of time working with, something you would find under the uh, auspices, if you will, of transactional analysis. Some of the work of Dr. Eric Byrne to take the complex field of psychology 
and put it in layman's terms. And today, we are talking about the drama triangle because, man, I see it so much. America's become a, a country of victims. And I saw it when I was reading an article about Kanye West being attacked. And again, I'm not a big fan of Kanye West, but uh, Kanye West, uh, uh, this is an article I got from a British uh, newspaper, actually. It says, Kanye West uh, sparked an angry backlash by tweeting his admiration for black far-right media personality uh, and the way she thinks on Saturday. The rapper endorsed YouTube personality Candace Owens, a woman who is known for her controversial views on racism. Uh, She's a black woman and says, I love the way Candace Owens thinks, uh, Kanye uh, said on Saturday morning. The original tweet quickly gained traction as over 32,000 people liked the post and another 10,200 retweeted it. Uh, And this is her response, Candace Owens. She said, I'm freaking out at Kanye West. Please take a meeting with me. I tell every single person that everything that I have been inspired to do was written in your music. So again, ladies and gentlemen, a little side note, a little parenthetical. Don't tell me it doesn't matter what we listen to. I teach how the mind works. I teach that we're like a sponge. I teach that when life squeezes us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. So this is her continued quote. She said, quote, I am my own biggest fan because you made it okay. I need you to help wake up the black community. The article goes on to say Owens is known uh, as a known conservative who is known for proudly bashing Black Lives Matter while singing praises of President Donald Trump. An ardent opponent to social justice warriors, she has gained millions of followers for her videos on Facebook. She was recently tapped to be a far-right group, Turning Point USA's Director of Urban Engagement. West tweets weren't just noticed by Owens, as well as uh, as well-known conservative figures voiced their support for the post. Bingo, Roseanne Barr asserted. Uh, I love that Kanye West loves the way that Candace Owens thinks, said Scott Pressler. Conservative writer Richard Armandi Mills added, Quote, Kanye West tweeted that he likes the way Candace Owens thinks. I have legitimate tears in my eyes for a hip-hop artist with a platform like West to promote in line with a strong conservative like at Real Candace O. I'm in awe. This is amazing. My morning is made. Now, there's a lot of other liberals out there, a lot of other victims, a lot of other people who want to cash in off the hatred that they're stewing up between the races. They won't like it. But it made me really think about this thing called the drama triangle. And you got to understand what the drama triangle is, because if you look around, you know, there is a timeline and we have the past, present and future. And a lot of people are living in the past. It's the three R's of survival. Resent, regret, resistance. You know, resenting that uh, 200 years ago, people of the same skin color as them were were, were uh, slaves. And, and regret is another R, the three R's of survival. They're regretting uh, that 50 years ago, Dr. King had to march uh, and uh, for, for black people to be treated right. You know, where, where there was for things for whites only and black people were thought less than. And now today, look at there's things now for non-whites only. No whites allowed. Look it up. Uh, that white people, especially white men, are less than. Don't you see? I mean, how would it be okay for one to think the other way and uh, wrong to think one way? Now it's okay to think the same exact way, but you just change the skin color. That's what I'm telling you. And what makes it okay is this whole concept that we're covering today is the drama triangle. See, I believe that every dysfunctional interaction in relationship with ourselves and other people's takes place in the drama triangle. And I got this great article from Lynn Forrest, uh, and I'm going to share it with you, but you got to realize this. Until we become conscious of the dynamics of the drama triangle, we cannot transform the patterns that are getting us the mess that we're in right now. And unless we transform these patterns, unless we change our thinking, as a country, we'll continue to go backwards. As a, as a human race, we'll continue to destroy each other. And so we got to take a look at what's really going on. And what's really going on is this thing called the drama triangle. The three roles on the drama triangle are persecutor, rescuer, and victim. And if you look at this whole race war, this whole thing with Black Lives Matters, this whole thing you can see right here, uh, the three roles of the persecutor, the rescuer, and the victim. As a matter of fact, Cartman did an interesting visual. Cartman placed these three roles on an inverted triangle. 
and described them as being the three aspects or faces of victimhood. And no matter where, no matter where we may start out on the triangle, victim is where we always end up. And you got a lot of people in the black community are victims. A lot of people out there in the LGBTQT uh, thing are victim. Everybody's a victim. All these white people that go out there killing all these people, if you read their manifestos, they're all victims. We're nothing more than a country of victims. The great, great, courageous America that used to be is now just a weakling country of victims. And it rips my soul out. No matter where we may start out on the triangle, victim is where we end up. Therefore, no matter what role we're in on the triangle, we're in victimhood. If we're on the triangle, we're living as victims, plain and simple. And this is from the article by Lynn Forrest that she wrote in 2018, uh, 2008. She says, each person has a primary or most familiar role, what is called their starting gate position. This is the place from which we generally enter or, quote, get hooked onto the triangle. We first learn our starting gate position in our family of origin. Boy, again, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And so raising kids to teach them to be confused about their sexuality, raising kids to teach them that if they're of black skin color, that means white people don't like them. Raising people of white skin color teach black people don't like them. Or raising people of white skin color teach them that they're privileged, that life's not fair, that they need to play victim, they need to feel bad about the skin color choice that wasn't theirs. It really affects people. we got to understand our starting gate position as we get on this drama triangle. And this is the place from which we get hooked, which we start off. And although each have a role with which we most identify, once we're on the triangle, we automatically rotate through all three positions, going completely around the triangle, sometimes in a matter of minutes or even seconds, and many times over and over and over. And you need to get this. Remember I started at the beginning to talk about life scripts. Each starting gate position has a, quote, script made to order for their particular dance around the triangle. The scripts consist of a particular set of beliefs through which the world and ourselves are seen. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. So let's look at the three different roles and the three different beliefs. So the belief of the rescuer. The rescuers believe that their needs are unimportant and irrelevant. This means that the only way they can get legitimate connection with others is to feel valued and have their needs met is through the back door of taking care of other people. The definition of rescuer is doing for others what they can do for themselves. So rescuers chastise themselves when they aren't taking care of others. Uh, they don't, you know, uh, they, uh, I'm only as good as what I've done for people. It's one of my things I say all the time. Their starting gate story is this. If I take care of others well enough and long enough, then I will be fulfilled. It's the only way to be loved. Unfortunately, rescuers are involved with lifetime victims who have no idea of how to be there for them. This reinforces the starting gate rescuer's story that says they shouldn't be needy, which then produces more shame and deeper denial surrounding their own needs. Now, the victim story. Guilt and shame are the driving forces for the perpetuation of the triangle. Guilt is often used by victims in an effort to manipulate their rescuers into taking care of them. If you don't do it, who will? The, quote, victim story says that they can't make it on their own, and they prove it to themselves over and over on this triangle. They believe that they are innately defective and incapable, and so spend their lives on the lookout for someone to save them. That's why it rips me apart, and the black community has been lied to. The Democratic parties pretended to take care of them, and they just stayed, have them stuck as victims. And though this is what they feel, they must have a, quote, savior. They need government to save them. They need uh, to, to destroy the white man to be saved. They are simultaneously angry at their rescuers because they feel put down and looked down on by their caretakers. Sound familiar? And then the persecutor story. Persecutors who believe the world is dangerous use fear and intimidation as tools for keeping others in place. That's what happens with Black Lives Matter. Now that uh, uh, the lie that's perpetuated that more black people are killed by police officers, now they got to go out and rally and, and have rallies like in Dallas where five cops were killed in the Black Lives Rally. See, they go from, quote, a victim to being a, a persecutor. 
What they don't see, though, is how their methods providing safety end up proving to them that life is indeed as dangerous as they believe it to be. Their story says that they are innocent bystanders in a dangerous world where others are always out to hurt them. It's survival of the fittest, and their only chance is to strike first. The story keeps them a perpetual defense modus operandi. Don't you see it? That's why I say over and over, hurting people hurt people. And all this anger is conditioned. Just like fear is conditioned, so is anger. And ladies and gentlemen, we're being fed a narrative. We're being told over and over and over to to pit black people against white people and black people against brown people and brown people against white people. We're being told by the left and liberals and the the government uh, that, you know, women uh, can't trust men and men can't trust women. And don't you see the narrative over and over and over? People are keeping their pound of flesh. You look at all the the guy in Toronto that that took his vehicle and killed 10 people and hit 16 others. He was frustrated because women weren't treating well because he wasn't having fun. You look at the guy in Las Vegas who they still don't know why he killed so many people. But we keep our pound of flesh. We live in a time where it's okay to hate. As long as you hate Trump and as long as you hate anybody that doesn't hate Trump, the problem is Trump goes away, but hate continues to grow. And if we're ever going to change things as they are, we got to change our thinking. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the drama triangle. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 14th through the 16th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first, and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. If you miss any of this radio show, know that we are on every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on iHeartRadio. All you got to do is go to your phone app, go to your computer app, and go to iHeartRadio, query Wellness Radio 1570. It's based out of Minneapolis. That's our connection to Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, and there you'll find us every Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m., 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can also listen to this message and other archive messages on likeitmattersradio.com. You can go to iTunes. You can now subscribe to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes, and every day they'll send you, uh, you'll have our radio in podcast form. And if you're in St. Louis, you can listen every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. If you're in Richmond, Virginia, you can listen, I think it's 1260 AM and 103.3 every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. In Minneapolis, St. Paul, you can listen on the AM AM 1570, or you can go live stream with them on Wellness Radio 1570. I am Mr. Black, and I want to help you be the change that you want to see in the world. I want to help you make sense of this crazy world. There's a lot of hurting people out there hurting people. That's one thing I learned a long time ago. Hurting people hurt people. And there's a scene in the movie White Fang you know, where the wounded wolf acts viciously toward a boy who is wanting to, to win his friendship. It's not unusual for someone who has been wounded to act like that wolf. You know, hurting people hurt people. We block and attack. We want to be protective. Having been beaten with a stick, the wolf reacted harshly when the boy raised the stick to play fetch. Don't you get it? That's how we, the reason we show up the way we show up today is because of things that have happened to us in the past. And the wolf, being a dog, still misunderstood the boy's actions, just like we do. And he responded with wounds from the past, just like you and I. All the good intentions of the boy can never be realized because the wolf only sees the boy through the distorted view of his past wounds. And that's why we got to stop the narrative. All this hatred being spewed out there, all this bitterness being spewed out there, we're being played. Donald Trump's going to go away in a while, but all this hate, all this bitterness, it keeps stewing and growing. And st- We've got to stop this. We've got to scratch this CD. We've got to get rid of some of the bitterness. And the same way that that wolf responds, so it is with the purpose, with the person who is being dominated by wounds from their past. Hurting people hurt people, and the world is full of hurting people. You can ban guns, you better ban knives, you better ban cars now, you better ban rocks, because people find a way to hurt other people. Why? Because when a person has been wounded, he or she tends to be very protective of the breaks and the wounds. This leads to selfishness, self-focus, a weird way. you got to think about this. We must be healed. And in order to be healed, we've got to open ourselves up to take a look at the past and stop the narrative, change the narrative. Think about this. Wounded people become victims. They become very selfish, become self-absorbed at times. They are on a mission to protect their wound. And yet protection of the wound leads to deeper selfishness. They are in bondage to the wound, if you think about it. The selfish reaction to the wound is continually felt, uh, is to continually feed the wound. But the problem is we never get freed from that person or from that past. We get justified. We can justify. I've never lived in a time or seen a time where we can justify our own hatred but condemn everybody else's. We condone our own, but condemn everybody else's. As long as you hate Trump and hate anybody that doesn't hate him, you can rape his wife, you can kill his family. Don't you see, at some point, we got to scratch the CD. At some point, we got to change our thinking. At some point, we got to take a look at something different. Because the wounds become a bottomless pit that never get filled, never get healed. And now to the point where now we're talking about we're going to have to start having reparations. The Democratic Party wins majority of the Congress. Then now they're going to push reparations. They're going to now start taking money from people of non-color and start giving it to people of color. And you really think that that's going to make anything better. You don't think that that's going to stir things up and make more hatred, more bitterness, more separation. See, all this anger that we're being fed is conditioned. you got to get this just like fear is conditioned. 
Fear occurs before you know what you're afraid of. As brain researcher Joseph Ledoux explains, you got to get this. This was in the book Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Dr. Richard uh, Restack, I think his name. Let me give you an example. This is a laboratory study. Here's what they learned. If a rat in a cage is exposed to a sound, the animal initially orients itself toward and pays attention to the sound. But after a few repetitions, the rat ignores it. However, the animal will respond once again if the sound is paired with an electrical shock. After a few repetitions of this pairing of sound and shock, the rat begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. It stops what it's doing and freezes in place. The animal's only detectable movement consists of the rhythmic chest excursions that accompany breathing. In addition, the rat's fur stands on end. Its blood pressure and heart rate increase, and stress hormones pour into its bloodstream. This is the chemical reaction of the body based on our thoughts and feelings. In a word, the rat is now conditioned so that the sound, when presented alone, will elicit the fear response. The response is not different than what occurs when the rat encounters its natural enemy, the cat. So he goes on to say, we human beings can be fear conditioned. And that's the problem. You got to get this. A lot of this anger, the narrative, the Black Lives Matter, the MSNBC, the CNN is feeding this hatred, feeding this fear, feeding this victimhood. And as long as you're a victim, then you can attack other people. As long as you're a victim, you can say and do nasty things. As long as you're a victim, you can now persecute and attack other people. Don't you get it? That's what justifies people taking out. Why do you think people in the white supremacist movement, their justification is they're a victim, that the world's against them, that the white race is being put down. And so now they're justified in going out there and doing other things. No different than Black Lives Matter because life's not fair, because uh, cops are gunning down black people. None of this is true, but no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. No one responds to the truth. What they respond to is what they believe to be the truth. And so you got to get this victimhood can be defined by the three positions beautifully outlined in a diagram developed by psychiatrist and transactional analysis teacher Stephen Cartman. He calls it the drama triangle. The drama triangle is a concept that defines the three roles people typically take on in high conflict situations. And contrary to its name, the triangle doesn't have it doesn't involve three different people. It simply follows how different personalities affect each other during a conflict. So you got the three roles. You have the victim. When problems arise, the victim tends to look helplessly inward. They spin a small anxiety, like, say, not answering a boss's email on the weekend, into an outsized disaster. I'm definitely getting fired. Hello, Drama King. This is why the Michael Brown thing with the Black Lives Don't Matter. It was a lie. Hands up, don't shoot. He was a thug. I'm telling you, Michael Brown had a lot of pain, broken family. He had no hope. He had no hope of getting out of you know the, the St. Louis area, except he was dead, right? Dead or in jail. And I can see how someone could kill someone for five bucks. I'm not saying it's okay if someone has no hope. So Michael Brown had no hope. He was a thug. He was been beaten on since a little kid, I'm sure. And so he's out there beating on other people. We pass it on. I mean, and so then the whole Black Lives Matter things, we become a victim. I would think it's an insult as a black person for other people to think you're a victim. For white people, liberal whites to run around there thinking that they need to protect you. What an insult. You're not a victim. You're a child of God. You can overcome anything. The life, life's not fair. Life is hard. We all have our stuff. I'm not saying it's okay what people have done to people out there. Man's inhumanity, man is well documented. But you're not a victim. It's a terrible mindset. You're better than that. The second role is the rescuer. The rescuer is the classic enabler who swoops in to save the day. He or she can be relied upon to always put out a fire or show up at the last minute. Well-meaning to the fault, this, quote, fixer behavior can lead to resentment and burnout. Reluctant confronters by nature. Rescuers don't speak up even when wronged. And then you have the third position, which is the persecutor. We all know the persecutor, right? The go-to strategy are often controlling, blaming, criticizing. In today's world, attacking, destroying, killing, 
but they're justified, right? We can always justify our hatred because the other person's worse than we are. Don't you get it? In arguments, he or she will put you down, will shame you into forgiveness. The persecutors reframe, it's all your fault, right? So you got the victim, the persecutor, and the rescuer. And our starting gate position on the victim triangle is not only where we most often enter the triangle, it is often the role through which we actually define ourselves. It becomes a strong part of our identity. Be careful what you attach to your identity, ladies and gentlemen. And each starting gate position has its own particular way of seeing and reacting to the world. We all have unconscious core beliefs acquired in childhood, derived from our interpretations of early family encounters. These become life themes. They predispose us towards the unconscious selection of a particular starting gate position on the triangle. And the sad part today, you have an accepted narrative out there that promotes this, that pushes this. We live in a world uh, that certain people can justify their hatred because the person that they hate is a hater. And then they justify that by now going out there changing the rules. We'll take money from someone else to give to other people because you're just a victim. So wanting to rescue the victim, now we're going to pass laws and make things worse because of the poor victim. And then because people are victim and because we can't rescue enough people, now we got to take the law into our own hands. Now we become persecutors. We're going to now destroy people that are different. We're going to destroy, if someone gets elected that we didn't vote for, we're going to create a resistance and we're going to destroy that people and whoever supports that person. Ladies and gentlemen, Einstein told us that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you look at today's America, it's getting crazy. And we got to change our thinking. we got to scratch the CD. we got to break the LP. we got to be co- like Kanye West and start thinking outside the box. Be right back. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and pay patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Good day. Welcome to our show. Good day, Hoser. Hey, today's topic, warmer weather. Oh, nothing better than sitting in a hot tub on a starry night. Yeah, Hoser, whatever. Hey, what I see in the backyard is a place where I want to put my brand new hot tub. Yeah, a new hot tub from Arctic Spas, eh? You can see them at Premier Pool and Spas in Janessen. Premier Pool and Spas, no hassles with tons of knowledge. They know what they're talking about there. They even want you to get into the hot tub so you can feel just how comfortable the seats are. Yeah, everyone is different, eh? So how do you know if the seat's going to fit if you don't get in it? That's right. You know, some guys don't want you sitting in their tubs without water because they need the water to distribute your weight. Yeah, but not in Arctic. They have hand-rolled fiberglass under acrylic to give it strength that everyone's talking about. Do yourself a favor. Go see a real cold weather spot, Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. Or visit them on the web at premierpools.com. Yeah, Premier Pool and Spa, where they take fun seriously. seriously. Take off. Take off, eh? I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. 
everything. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your radio mythoclast. I am destroying, I am bringing to sunder, to dirt, the walls and the fake belief systems that are creating the mess that we seem to be in. If you miss any of this radio show, you can listen to it again at likeitmattersradio.com. If you want to listen, go to some powerful training that will forever change your life, that will teach you how to do what I'm talking about, go to likeitmatters.net. And please, if you do um, Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. And if you truly want to change your life, ladies and gentlemen, you must change your thinking. You got to get to your head through your heart. You got to get to your heart through your head. You got some emotional intelligence. That's why you need to go to likeitmatters.net. Let me, uh, give me two and a half days. Let me teach you how you work. If you're in the car business, you know how cars work. If you're in the computer business, you know how computers work, right? We're all in the people business. And this world's going to hell rapidly. The the narrative out there is destroying us. That's why some people need to turn off MSNBC and CNN. Uh, just because they're just spewing hate and bitterness. All a part of resistance. You're destroying your life just to destroy a man. Come on. Your life is far bigger than Donald Trump. Your life is far bigger than the silly politics of this world. There's an eternal purpose for our existence. Get out of the temporal world. Quit getting wrapped up in the petty things of this world. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. And so today we are talking about the drama triangle. The drama triangle. And see, our past, for so many people, dictates our future. We get stuck in the past. We're like these little kids, and we haven't taken a look at our belief system. We haven't forgiven. We haven't forgotten. We haven't, uh, we've kept a pound of flesh, a record of wrong. We live in a narrative in this world in America where you got to, you gotta, if every, anything bad happens to you, you happen to be black, it's because you're black. If anything bad happens to you, you happen to be a woman, it's because you're a woman. If anything bad happens to you because you choose to be lesbian or gay or transgender or, or whatever it is today, uh, it's because of that reason. No, the rain falls on the saved and the unsaved. Uh, The sun shines on the righteous and the unrighteous, the Bible says. So let me give you an example. Let's make make this girl's name called Sally. Let me take you back through Sally's childhood. Sally's mother was physically disabled and addicted to prescription drugs while she was growing up. And so from Sally's earliest memory, she reported feeling ultimately responsible for her mother. Instead of getting appropriate care from a parent who was concerned for her well-being, she became, quote, the little parent of her mother who played the part of a helpless child. Her mother was a victim. This childhood scenario set Sally up with a, quote, life script that predisposed her towards becoming a starting gate rescuer. Caretaking others became her primary way of relating to each other. And so from Sally's history, from Sally's family of origin, from her exper- uh, ex- uh, experiential aquarium, she became a rescuer. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how we all work. Each person has a primary or most familiar role, what is called their, quote, starting gate position on the drama triangle. And this is the place from which we generally enter or get hooked onto the triangle. We first learn our starting gate position in our family of origin. Remember Alfred Adler? Uh, I think it was an Austrian uh, doctor who basically is a father of individual psychology, tells us that by the time a child is six to nine years old, six years old, a majority of the map of reality is in place. And although we each have a role which we most identify with, once we're on the triangle, we automatically rotate through all the positions on the drama triangle the persecutor, the rescuer, and the victim. Starting gate rescuers see themselves as helpers, as caretakers. They need someone to rescue. 
You know, they need a victim in order to feel vital and important. It's difficult for these rescuers to recognize themselves as ever being in a victim position. They're the ones with the answers after all. But remember, they all come from and go back to this position called victim. Now, a starting gate persecutor. This person identifies themselves primarily as victims. Don't you get it? We block an attack. We're all great martial arts experts. You know, screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. Don't you see where it comes from? They are usually in complete denial about their blaming tactics, though. When it's pointed out to them, they argue that attack is warranted and necessary for self-protection. That goes back to Black Lives Matter, whether you talk about white supremacy movement, this whole women's march, all the hatred and bitterness in the women's march. Amazing at how some of these non-believers have co-opted believers to going along with their crap. And they're not making anything better. It's making victims. Uh, the workplace become terrible. Uh, they're now the big rises on of women-only workplaces. Don't you see? We've become such a long way that we're segregating, that there are you know, events in college campuses and no whites allowed for people of color only. There are events, offices now where no men allowed, where only women are allowed there. Don't you see? We're supposed to be more advanced as a people, but yet we're separating more and more. Don't you? Come on. Any logical, intelligent person could say we're on a path that's not sustainable. It's destroying our families. It's destroying our marriages. It's destroying our country. All so that some of you can hate Donald Trump. At some point, we need to shake it off. At some point, you've got to see that the path that we're on is not good. That's why the, per, the persecutor, they're usually in complete denial about their blaming tactics. When it's pointed out to them, they argue that attack is warranted and necessary for self-protection. The, these two, the rescue and the persecutor, are the two opposite extremes of victim. But again, regardless of where we start out on the triangle, the drama triangle, all roles eventually end up in victim. And if you look at the diagram, you have an inverted triangle. And if you notice that both the persecutor and the rescuer on the upper end of the triangle, these roles assume a one-up position over others, meaning they relate as though they are better. That's why you got all these liberal white people out there wanting to jump on board with all these, uh, you know, defending all the black people. They're basically saying they're better than you. They're better than you. Poor black person. We've got, you're a victim. We've got to help you. Man, I would be insulted. I'm just stunned that more people of color aren't insulted. And because these, these roles assume a one-up position over others. And they're condescending, if you think about it. Meaning they relate as though they are better, stronger, smarter, or more together than the victim. That's like Kanye West was attacked by Tom Arnold. Here's a black guy being attacked by a white guy because he, Tom Arnold thinks that Candace Owens, who's a black woman, is Hitler, is uh, idolizing Trump, and how dare Kanye think that way? How dare that white person tell a black person how to think? Don't you hear it? One up, condescending. Sooner or later, the victim, who is the one in the down position, remember the victim's at the bottom of the triangle, develops a metaphorical crick in the neck from always looking up, feeling looked down upon, or worth less than the others, the victim builds resentment, and sooner or later, retaliation follows. A natural progression from victim to persecutor follows. This generally moves the persecutor or rescuer into victim, reminiscent of a not-so-musical game of musical chairs. All planners, sooner or later, rotate positions. And it's not getting better. Ladies and gentlemen, pain is part of the process. Ladies and gentlemen, two things I learned studying the Word of God, studying the, the Word of God, is that, you ready for this? Life ain't no fair, and life is tough. Why does this matter? Because what you do in your head matters. We all have pain, and how we process that pain matters on what our future looks like. And John MacArthur, I love this quote you hear all the time if you listen to this radio show. You can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. 
Dr. Caroline Leaf in the study of epigenetics tells us that 75 to 95 percent of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. We, what we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an em- epidemic of toxic proportions, emotions. The average person has over 30,000 thoughts a day. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. Research shows that fears all on its own trigger more than 1,400 known physical chemical responses and activates more than 30 different hormones. They are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get out of the victim mentality. we got to start changing our thinking. If we're going to change our world, ladies and gentlemen, we must change our thinking. That is the key. If we're going to change our world, we must change our thinking. we got to control the narrative. It does not matter what happens to us in this world. What matters is what is the narrative. How do we explain it to ourselves? We can't control what happens to us in life, but we can control the narrative. We can control who we allow to speak into our lives. That's why every day from Monday through Friday, you need to be on this radio show. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities.